Good afternoon, laugh and pray family. I hope that all of you had a great and wonderful Thanksgiving time. I know we are in the politically correct era, so many of you may not have celebrated Thanksgiving because of its uh, traditional ties, but nevertheless, I hope that you had some time to spend with family and friends. I especially hope you took some time off from work to enjoy yourself. We work ourselves way too much. And to those of you who are just working, 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 uh, and doing above and beyond what the job is requiring of you, you need to stop. You need to enjoy your, some rest, some R&R. Trust me when I tell you, the day you retire or die, they will replace you. So make sure that you live your life and live it to the fullest and enjoy the fruits of your labor. All right, we're going to jump into a word that I believe will be important. Um, word that I had spoken some time ago. I just kind of wanted to uh, give it a remix, if you would. Um, take it from Philippians 3 and 14, where the scripture reads, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Please read those verses uh, that preceded it, where they talk about uh, not forgetting those things which are behind me, but reaching forward, reaching forward. So I really wanted to talk to you just for a moment about how to move forward when you're stuck in reverse. How do you move forward when you're stuck in reverse? I will try to do my best to keep this in under 20 minutes. Well, I absolutely will, even if we have to come back and do different parts, because I believe time is important, and I believe people have a very short attention span. So one of the things, we could go in so many directions with that in life or in relationships or what have you, but... A lot of people are stuck in reverse. They cannot get the past out of their mind. Matter of fact, I was just sharing with someone recently, and I wish more people would do this because it's very, very serious. But I was talking to someone very recently and asked them, why do they think they had so, many, so much trouble in relationships, not keeping relationships? I've kind of, in my own way, interviewed um, quite a few women at least, um, over the last few months or so. And a lot of them have had very, what I consider, and I think you would, most people would, short relationships, meaning um, uh, they would date someone for less than two years. Matter of fact, that would be a record for, for several of them uh, if they got to that mark, which is a very short time span of time uh, to be with someone. Um, you really still in the getting to know and honeymoon phase at that point but many of these relationships are ending before they really get off the ground and i was talking to this person about why they thought their relationships were so short-lived and they shared with me they had a lot of childhood trauma i believe that's something that a lot of us have not unpacked and dealt with properly so that we can move forward i i think we, we really don't fully understand how much our past traumas and our past 
foundation, things we were taught, things we may have not been taught, um, the way we grew up, the, the way that people interacted with us, the relationships we developed or the lack thereof, all influenced us. And so this particular person is going to get counseling to kind of unpack the things that they felt have kind of um, caused them to not de de develop in relationships in a more mature way or to, to have uh, better connections with people, a deeper level of intimacy with people. So they're, they're doing the work to, to, to work on them. And I encourage you to do the same thing. Um, I encourage you because a lot of times we're too close to the situation. So the picture can't see itself in the frame. So you need to really re remember that and uh, get some professionals that can help you unpack that thing. Um, so I encourage you to, to do that. And those of you, as I've always given you my information there, that, that might consider me to try to help you work your way through some things and even maybe point you in another direction because I'm one to quick to say something's beyond my level of expertise. But my email is sdan2032 at gmail.com. You can reach me there. Um, but how do you move forward when you're stuck in reverse? And to tell you how much we can get stuck in reverse, I was just sharing with my mother one today to tell you how, how funny it is. We do things as creatures of habit even if it's stupid. Um, case in point, I remember when I bought um, a house and I wanted to raise my family in it. The first thing I did after I got the bedroom furniture and, and everything, I had white carpet in this living room. And something in my mind, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I do now, <clears throat> it was my past speaking to me, said I need to duplicate my childhood home. In the sense that when I grew up, we had a living room that had older white furniture in it that no one could sit on. The furniture was there, but no one could sit on it. A sofa, a love seat, a chair, some other things, but you could not sit in that room. And we walked by it every single day. As soon as you come in through the front door, you look at it and you could not sit in it. So that was to the right. You walked in and to the right. And when I bought my home, <laughs> the living room was to the left, same thing. So you walk right by it, you couldn't go in. Because guess what I did? Had the white carpet, went and found almost identical furniture at a estate sale, paid real good money for that stuff, and no one was allowed to go in there, not even me. I may have sat on those items five times. That's probably being generous. That's probably being very generous. So why do we do things like that? Why do you want a room in your home that's off limits? Yeah, right. Okay, I know you're thinking about that. You're laughing probably because you do it. You're like, why do I not spend all that money? And now I can't even enjoy what I bought. Um, but we do it. And, I, and, we, and I did it because I was a creature of habit. It's what I had seen. I was mimicking that behavior. Then as I got older and began to question things, I started saying to myself, why do I want to have a room in my home that I can't enjoy? Expensive furniture that's sitting there collecting dust that I'm not enjoying. And the sad reality is that I didn't even really like the furniture. 
So fast forward many, many years later, I gave it away. I gave it away. So you helped me make sense of that. That that was foolish, but stuck in reverse because I was in the past following behavior. Now, I don't want to call it negative because that's what you choose to do. You choose to do it. I don't think there's really anything negative, but I also don't think it makes sense. Um, but one of the things that I learned as I got older is no one should tell you how to run your home. What makes that a living room? If, if you if if you had uh, uh, three kids and you had only two bedrooms, but you had a so-called living room, who's to say you couldn't use that as a bedroom? No one can define that for you. That's in your home. You need to do what makes sense for you, not what you saw your parents. Were. So stuck in reverse and couldn't get out of that. It took me some time to really look at myself, self-examination, and say, hey, you know what? I need to make better choices because I'm stuck. Um, so one of the things that you need to do um, is turn your head around. Move your head forward. You know, we all you, you look at Genesis uh, 1926. We talk about Lot's wife. Doesn't even, doesn't even give her a name. Just says Lot's wife. But she had to. She already knew the consequences. And she decided to still turn around. For what? God had already said, everything that I want you to have is before you. I'm moving you forward. You're moving into your home. You're moving into your career. You're moving into your destiny. You're leveling up. You're going in the forward direction. There's no need to turn around. So point number one is turn your big head forward. Look forward. It's hard to drive looking backwards. I don't care how good of a driver you are. You're not going to drive your car as fast forward, backwards as you can forward. So look forward. Move forward. That means you have to face forward. As Brian always says, if you can look up, you can get up. So we're looking up. We're looking forward because that's the direction that we want to go. We have, you can't, don't get me wrong. You have to look back over your life and you assess things. We're, we're talking about being stuck in reverse. You know, you, you have a rear view mirror for a reason. You glance at it. You can't stare at it. Not unless you want to be in a ditch or, or, or run over somebody. So there's a reason that you spend your, most of your driving time. You're looking through the windshield and not staring at the rear view. Big difference. You want to go forward, windshield. You glance at the rear view. So that's where we're at with this. We, we want to turn our head forward. Stop staring backwards because we're moving forward. That's the direction that we want to go. So the word is very clear. We're, we're not forgetting those things, but, but, but we're moving forward because we're reaching forward. Okay, let's move along. But, but, but secondly... Don't long for yesterday when you don't know what tomorrow holds. It's a song that uh, Jason Mraz uh, sings. I'm so glad I was able to go to his concert on even this, this past weekend. He said, may the best rest of your tomorrows. May the, oh man, that's crazy. I can't get that thing straight. May the best of your tomorrows be the best of your yesterdays something like that um I'll, I'll get it straight in a moment 
and I, and and that's what I get for opening my mouth trying to quote something. But but anyway, in that song, he's talking about may the best days that you've already had may they set the tone for your tomorrows, so that they can be better. But we can't get stuck in where we are and just gloat on that. Because that day is gone. We wake up tomorrow. This day is gone. This is it. So you got to make the most of our moments so that we can continue to put that piece, that building block upon that building block so that we can move forward. You know, um, you remember Exodus 16, early on in that chapter, the people were real mad at God because he had delivered them. But they were not understanding the situation they were in. They were like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You we you 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 might just put us on a worse situation. But see, sometimes you have to understand that when you're going um, through some things, God may not remove it. He may just allow you to go through it. God didn't remove the Red Sea. He allowed Moses to go through it. So sometimes your situation is not going to be removed. He's just going to make provision for you to go through it. So actually, you know, they, they had gotten upset that they had left a place even though it wasn't the best and and, and had they it was familiar. You know the old saying about staying with the devil you're familiar with? And and, and don't go out here and meet somebody else because they say you you know, don't don't go out here and meet somebody else, stay with the devil that you're familiar with. Well, why do you have to be with the devil at all? So we gotta condition our thinking and our talking. So that we can upgrade our expectation. But when your talking is average and your thinking is negative, how can you position yourself for elevation when you don't even have the proper speaking and mindset to get to the next level? All right, my third, my third point is this. Cut dead weight, cut dead weight. Hebrews 12.1 talks about laying aside every weight that besets us. That weight, I know we love to think in terms of body fat and pounds, which some of us could stand and lose a few of those, myself included. That is not what I'm focusing on right now, although we do need to be holistic in our approach to betterment of life. But I'm talking about get rid of those dead weights that catch us up, whatever that hook may be. It could be we... we, we Enjoy too much social media, too much TV time. We're obsessed with work. Um, a person, we can't think, we act like we can't breathe without them in our company. That's a weight that is really keeping you from where you need to go because you're focusing on other stuff that necessarily doesn't have anything to do with you and your well-being and your progression through life. So you got to shift your focus. You got to learn to start doing some better things. Here's one of the things that I'm challenging myself with that I'm challenging you to. And you'll probably hear me say this a lot. And that is when you wake up in the morning, have a ritual that you've got embedded in yourself that is positive and going to set the tone for the day. I don't know if that's reading a poem. I don't know if that's saying a prayer, singing a happy song, reading, reading two or three pages of a book. Um, but do something positive that's disconnecting you from social media, uh, the news, which 90% of the time is saying something negative, disconnecting yourself from uh, text messages, phone calls, all those things. 
and clearing your mind to get on some positive thoughts. Maybe some quick exercise, some things. I'm not, I'm not talking about those of you who are gym rats. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about some quick things in the morning that you can do before you really start your day to just set that tone of positivity in your life. Two or three things you can do, you know? And for a lot of people, that's just going to be disconnected from, from, from social media or, or, or watching negativity on TV or uh, rushing to check voicemails or things like that. It may be taking a quick five-minute pause, having a moment of silence, reading three or four verses in your Bible, reading a poem, listening to an uplifting song, uh, looking at your vision board, getting charged up about how you're going to accomplish those things, how you're going to reach that level and those goals that you've set for yourself. Because we're moving, we're moving. As, as 2021 comes to a close, we're moving from, from being dreamers to go-getters. That's, that's our goal. We're moving from dreaming to going and getting it. And lastly, because this word tells us to, we need to press. It says, I press toward the goal. That's, that's some action. That's some motion. You know, that's like, like, like those of you who go to the gym, talk about the bench press. You, you, you don't get stronger looking at the bench. You actually got to lay down and, 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 and put some weight on that thing and press. That's some motion. We got we to get that motion going. We have to, to start doing all the things that we said we need to do. Stop making excuses and do it. I hate to sound like Nike, but uh, that is that is one of the best um, mottos out there. Do it. Stop talking about it. Do it. Whatever it is that you've got in your head. Look, if you fail, so what? You worrying about your family and friends laughing at you? So what? They laugh. A lot of them laughing at you now, and the other half don't even care. You invite them to stuff, they don't show up. They always got something negative to say. They're always saying you don't have the knowledge to do it. You don't have the money to do it. You don't have the circle or influence to do it. So who really cares? I'm definitely not saying don't seek wise counsel. Please do that. But I'm talking about the peanut gallery. They will always be there. They always have been and always will be. People who will tell you you can't do something. But we're challenging you as we close out this year to surround yourself with people who believe in you and that don't mind investing time, money, and energy into the things that you're trying to do because they see that you can do something with yourself, that you can be somewhere. And those negative folk that always want to laugh at you, mock you, and say you can't do it, those are the ones we're distancing ourselves from. And here's where it's going to hurt. It may be family. Maybe somebody you live with, I don't know. But if they can't believe in you and pump you up, then you might need to re you really need to reconsider why they're around you. Why they're around you. Because we're doing everything we can now to move forward because we've been stuck in reverse. If you're tired of going backwards, if you're tired of standing still, you need to make some changes and only you can do it. That's why we're pressing forward. We're moving from a place where we continuously sit still. Water that sits still is water you should never drink because it's contaminated. You need to move from your place of contamination. Hello, somebody. I'm talking to you right now. I hope I've shared some words to you that will bless you. I really do. I hope you continue to pray for me and encourage me. I really, really hope you laugh and pray every day. I know it has blessed my life and it will bless yours. Share this. 
subscribe to it and continue to support me. I appreciate it so much. Till I talk to you, you guys continue.